We've got some hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. And we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn how to turn that content into profit, just go to contentsprofit.com. The step number one is right there for you for free. And we appreciate it indeed. And guys, with that being said, we have an incredible guest and an incredible topic. Today, we're going to be talking all about podcast branding in a noisy world. I think this is a very exciting conversation that we're about to have right now. I like it. I like it. Go ahead, guys, and follow the show on your favorite platform. It does help us. It does help you. It's incredible to build the community that we've been able to to build. So go to your favorite platform and just hit the follow button and on social media at BizBrosco so you can see all the amazing golden boulders that our guests give you. Oh, so good. And okay? a, little, a little dramatic okay? effect over there. Okay. Yeah. Do you have your, your daily doses yes. of caffeine? Absolutely. Okay, good. Guys, <laughs> you know, if you find today's episode impactful, if today's guest helped you move one step closer to your goal, then don't forget to share this episode because you might be doing that same exact thing for somebody else. And here comes a little bit of a selfish ask. A selfish ask. Please go ahead and leave a review, whether that is a five star, one star, whatever you want to give us. We appreciate all feedback. We want to get better so we can help more people. And at the same time, by you helping us with the reviews, we're going to be able to rank higher and reach more people. That is the selfish the selfish ask for the day and we it. really appreciate it are you sure it. you had the caffeine for today okay <laughs> yeah, maybe too much good and we're back it is wednesday and you know what that means content is profit time and today we have a guest that has been long overdue we met him at Potfest, where he impressed us with his karaoke skills and incredible swagger oh yeah karaoke <laughs> the good old days the good old days but let's not forget about his knowledge around podcasting today's guest is a personal branding coach that helps in industry experts become content creators right down our alley baby that's right for over 17 years he has advised and directed brand strategy for top fortune 100 companies including apple coca-cola walmart and wells fargo you could say he knows what he's doing absolutely yes please welcome host of the brands and brands podcast and karaoke master Brandon Bergmayer! Look at look at those dance moves right there. Brandon, welcome. Oh my goodness, hold on, hold on. I'm mute, I'm mute. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you were partying too hard over there in the back in the in the you know back room, green room. <laughs> I was. They're trying to hold me down, trying to cut me off. <laughs> How are you doing, Brandon? Oh, we gotta Thank stop, you so we gotta much. Stop the music. Oh, it, now the vibe dies. There's no <laughs> <cutting> <laughs> out. It's just karaoke over. <laughs> we, we, we're gonna have to start doing some like karaoke nights, right? And, and we bring like the whole podcasting <laughs> crew. And I don't know if this there is some sort of service out there where we can have karaoke, you online know, karaoke? online karaoke in multiple locations. Uh, that'll be pretty epic. That huh? would be that would be so cool. I'm sure we'll make it work out, guys. How are you today? I'm excited. Let's do this. Yes, absolutely, Brandon. It's it's awesome catching up, right? It's more than a year now that we officially met and we've officially kind of like interacted. Back then, we had no show. Today, uh, I think this is episode, what is it? 170. Congrats, man. And, you know, part of it is meeting you, meeting the, the network at that event that inspired us to 
to put the, our message out and have these incredible conversations out. So I just want to thank you uh, on the show that, you know, you helped ignite and, and move forward. And uh, with that yeah. said, I would love for you to share a little bit of like who you are, your background. Yeah. Before that, though, I mean, I think you should call it personality is profit because when I met you, it's like the content wasn't even there yet. But if you start with you, you start with your voice, the energy you bring to the table. And you, if you just keep that even in a networking aspect, like that's enough. But you turn that personality is profit and you put it into content and it's game over, right? Like people yes. are magnetically drawn into you. So it's like, I was, I was glad to meet you guys. And now I see you have a show going. It's exciting, man. Yes, Thanks, I, man. Appreciate thank you, man. It. Th those words mean a lot. And I, and I hope it serves as inspiration too for you listening. Uh, if you are thinking about starting a show and starting your own platform, it can happen. It, it doesn't have to be taxing. You know, it can, you can have fun with it. You can be yourself, which is so important. And um, yeah, anyway, so Brandon, who, who are you? I mean, why, why, are, you, why are you here? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, what's funny is it's, uh, my journey's kind of been a long one, but the, uh, you know, last, uh, two years ago, uh, I left a corporate job and uh, I've been in 18, you know, 17, 18 years at corporate ad agencies, mm. uh, building, you know, brand marketing, brand strategy for very large companies. And, but when I left that, you know, I realized I had, I had this amazing resume, but when I wanted to do something for myself, I realized I had no mm. reputation. Mm. I had nothing that was mine that I could take and, and give to like, to, to share with other people and say, this is who I am. This is what yeah. I'm all about. This is my perspective. And that, that hindered me. It made it a lot harder to get consulting jobs. It made it a lot hard, harder to, uh, to have clout behind anything I was presenting for people to believe it and say, you know, yeah, this is the guy who's known for this, you know, whatever yeah. it might be. And I realized I had a, an uphill battle. I had to start figuring out how to invest in my own reputation. Yeah. And so branding became a, a big uh, focus for me in terms of my personal brand. And uh, it was a bit of a journey figuring out how to get there just like you guys i was like i was out there i was networking yeah and i figured i i need to find my voice i need to find a way to, to get my content out there and to create like what is it that i even believe in what do i want to talk about who do i want to help i had to figure all that out yeah. and it's funny is i had the advantage of at least knowing like marketing you know like yeah. i it, i got to take these lessons from working with the largest companies out there and really say you know how do i apply this to a human being? How do I apply Absolutely. this to a real person? And that's kind of how I got my start. And there's been some pivots along the way. Now I help podcasters uh, get better at podcasting and build their podcast brand. I help people who are you know, like me two years ago looking to build their personal brand do that through the power of content creation. So uh, that's my world now. I love it. And that's 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 where I am. Yeah. Awesome, man. Dude, thank you for sharing, you know. And the, the first thing that I wrote down here was kind of that resume versus reputation that you talked about right and i feel like nowadays you see it in even cmos people in very high position in in the corporate world if you want to call it there are any other companies they're building their reputation not just their resume right like a lot of people now have their own newsletters their own personal communities and i think that is I, I love that in the first place because it gives you a, a personal look and, you know, the insights into somebody's brains and what they're doing and how they work. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I see it as a, a safe move from those people because now they become an asset, right? They become an asset for, for those companies, right? And whether, you know, you, the listener, works for a corporate job or you're trying to kick, kick off your own company, right? 
this is something that you must do nowadays specifically is build your own reputation and start creating content around you whether you know it doesn't have to be necessarily a, a podcast like if you feel more comfortable doing newsletters start there right and promote your newsletters and start getting people behind it because as you build your reputation then it is, i think it is going to be easier for people to move on from field to field right because you're going to have like you call it right the cloud behind you people are going to believe in what you do you're going to have an audience that that likes you not just for the things that you're sharing but for who you are mm. so that being said i'm pretty curious on that transition that you did kind of from the corporate world to yourself i'm sure you you brought a lot of lessons with you along that journey and i'm sure there are some really good lessons that you've learned that you wouldn't have been able to learn in a cor corporate setting. Let's put it that way. So I'm curious, do you want to share a little bit about that? Yeah. And, and I mean, I always have like, there's a million ways I can go. So I'm trying to figure <laughs> out like where to yeah. start. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, what, what reminds me of like when I got started uh, was you, you mentioned like that comfortable, like feeling, right? Like we all, like I was that guy. I am not a risk taker, right? I, <laughs> like jumping into entrepreneurship was not my go-to move. That's why I was so long in a corporate environment. Yeah, It was my comfort zone. I was on that routine road, you know, like going, doing laps, laps and laps and laps, taking very small steps to improve in my career. And actually I did pretty well for myself, mm. but I realized that, you know, there was this part of me that I didn't get to express. I wasn't growing in the way I wanted to grow. And I wasn't achieving these accomplishments. Like I wasn't mapping my own path, yeah. you know, up the mountain, if you will. And uh, that became like the ambition inside of me didn't match, you know, the, the comfortableness of me living, you know, a life where I was, you know, taken care of and like yeah. I had what I wanted. Yeah. So like the ambition piece was like always a fire. So I was like, I need to figure out how to do this. And I actually had to cut off what, you know, I almost had to murder the old me, right? I had wow. to, to murder my life before and say, you know what, I'm going to give this up and burn the bridges, if you will, and say, what is the next step so that I can be free from the, like that wanting to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, so the next step for me was I, you know, I started to get out there networking, meeting people, but really I did what you said. I, Luis, I said, I, I'm going to start writing blogs. I'm going to start recording podcasts. I'm going to start recording videos. I tried all of it because uh, I didn't know what was going to fit me. Right. Yes. And I realized, like, I started to type things out and I was like, well, this is kind of difficult. Like you hit <laughs> little writer's blocks and yep. you know, like it doesn't, like the things in, in my head that I want to say weren't coming out fast enough when I was typing because my hands couldn't keep up with my thoughts. Mm. And then I tried video and it was fine, but I'm like, I'm trying to look up at the camera and then I'm losing my train of thought. And then I'm trying to look back at my notes and I'm forgetting what I wanted to say. And honestly, yeah. podcasting came most naturally to me yeah. because I could just have a conversation. And it's honestly, it's easy to start with someone else. Like I get you guys in a room, we chat it up, we chop it up, we talk about whatever we feel like talking about. It's the most natural thing we've all been born to do mm -hmm. is sit here and have a conversation. Yeah. But then I could do that. And I think, who do I want to talk to? Who are the people I actually want to help? And I imagine myself having a conversation with them. I think of like three simple things, a topic that I want to cover and three points I want to make. And I just riff. I just go off the top of my head and like, lo and behold, I turn on the microphone and 30 minutes later, I'm like, what just happened? I just have all this content <laughs> that got created. So yeah. podcasting for me became the engine, the starting point for everything else. And I was like, if I could do this, if this comes so naturally to me and I can bottle this, uh, my my world suddenly changes, right? And I know the question was about lessons, but I want to uh, take a pause there and I'll get into the lessons I learned in corporate. 
But uh, like just, I, I know for you guys, probably the same thing. Like, was it natural for you guys creating podcasts? So uh, yes and no. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, so I, I, I love where, and I have here, you know, why podcasting? How do you find out, you know, what suits you? And those are like different notes and, and things that, uh, resonate because we were in a similar spot, right? Like we, we, there's five episodes that we recorded way before we met you. And yep. those are locked up in the vault because there's a lot of friction on how, on the production side of things, right? We were setting up on Fonzie's room. It, the setup alone took about an hour. We have multiple lights. We have multiple cameras. Then the friction yep. of editing that we didn't have a team back then. So it was the, the perfectionist mindset, the perfectionist right mindset, right? So, so, you know, at that point we were like, ah, no, this is not for us. Even though we invested thousands of dollars in, in equipment too. That was the other thing. We were like, yep. ah, we, because we invested this money in this, equipment we're actually gonna do it uh, no scratch that so then it took us like a whole year to and and that's just on the podcast side of things before that there were a few years on different types of content as well but it got to the point where we sat down and we're like okay what is our minimum viable content today it started as a facebook live and then it's like where it transitioned into our minimum viable platform which then became the show which yeah. today is an incredible machine that you know pumps out about 400 pieces of content every single month multiple points of contact there's there's a whole system behind it but it came with time because is what suits us and that's why what you just said resonates so much and we've been so passionate lately about helping people find their own framework so yep. uh i know Fonzie, you have a question like well, no, right i just want a, an addition not a question oh I'll, I'll, that's I'll a new one. The, that's, the question that's a new one. <laughs> but you know brandon you you mentioned kind of like you when now that you're podcasting you have a topic and then you have three points that you hit on and then you riff right and we've encountered this we we used to do it the same way right when we started the, this content is profit we would do it the same way but we know of people that are like, oh, but what if, you know, I choke a little bit or I don't know exactly at one point what to say. Uh, I need to have it all lay, laid down. And to that, I would say, well, confidence comes with experience, right? And if you go back and you listen to our first episodes, you know, they're they're not the best. Let's be honest, right? There's a lot of, um, well, I don't know what to say right now, right? And yeah. and if you see the video, we look sweaty sometimes. Uh, only in the, you. In uh, the, in uh, the uh, armpit only area. You. Uh, don't, don't speak for both <laughs> so, of us. So, but as we go now, episode 170, we are more confident on what we're doing, right? We get that experience behind our back and it's more comfortable for us to riff at certain parts of the conversation. Mm -hmm. if, we were, if we were to do a solo episode and we do just three bullet points, we can definitely elaborate with those because not only we have the confidence now sharing the message, but we also have the confidence in that the message is right because we have tested it for 170 episodes, right? In two years of business that, that, that we've been doing the one thing that we're doing right now. So I, like, I just wanted to clarify that because a lot of people... I, I feel like they want to start off and move forward always, right? Like, <laughs> I'm just going to start and it's going to be perfect from the beginning and their expectations are just set too high. And when they, they get that first blow, it's like, whew, let me stop here, yeah. turn around and look for another solution. And yeah. at the end of the day, it's about that consistency on execution, right? Yeah, yeah I, obviously it takes time, right? But I, I think, and this will kind of tie back into the other question too about what I learned in corporate. But I think for me, it starts with your truth, right? And I would call it your brand truth. Other people call it brand identity. I say truth because it's a human word, right? You know what is true to you. You know what your experiences are. And when you talk from your experience and your history, yeah. it's hard to falter. Mm -hmm. It's hard to have stumbling blocks and to run into, you know, like, 
those mind gaps where you're like, I'm not sure what to say because you're talking from experience. You're not trying to convey some random message that you crafted on a piece of paper. You, I especially don't include research when I am podcasting. If I do, I'll like find one stat, I'll write it down and say, okay, I, I'll read this one thing and people know I'm reading it because it's obvious. No. Yeah. But I tried writing it down and I tried to like read it and it didn't, it sounded like robotic and I tried it to like read and then riff and that sounded like uh, confusing because I was guessing. But when yep. I just speak from experience, I never run out of content because I'm only talking about things I've done and things that I've shared and things that I've been through. When you do that, you don't run into roadblocks. Yes, it takes practice. Mm, yeah. It does take practice. But those three anchor points help me every time because I'm like, I'm just talking about these three things today. If I run out of things to talk about, I'll just move on to the next point yep. and keep going. And that brand truth thing, these are things that most brands start with first, right? So mm. with your podcast, right? Think of it like your Coca-Cola, right? And you're like, what do I need to figure out is me? What is different between me and someone else? Mm. And the word branding comes from like a long time ago. It's like used yeah. to brand cattle to like make your mark and say, this is my cow, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, and it actually is way before that. People used to like put designs on plates to say like, this is like my crafted, you know, pottery and whatnot. Love but it. when you think about that, what Coca-Cola did, and they're like, they're amazing advertisers, right? That's what everyone says. But what they did is they made their bottles identifiable. That's one of the early things when everyone was starting to bottle their you know, sodas. Coca-Cola said, you know, let's build a bottle that when people hold it, they recognize it, right? Yeah. So now think about that and apply it to your personal brand, to your podcast. Do people recognize your show if they heard it and they didn't select it? If it just played, can they identify it as you? Mm. And the things that I think contribute to that as a content creator are a couple things, right? There's are the topics, are the is the subject matter you cover, is it consistent? Are people going to say, yeah, Luis and Luis are the content profit guys, right? Because every time I'm listening to their show, it's something related to that that's mm -hmm. going to help me use content to create profit. If you're true to your identity, you become recognizable. So that's that. You know, that's uh, I, lesson number one. Yeah, I love, it. I, I love it. And also, like, it ties on to to what you're currently doing. Like, we, like not not only as a as a business, but also you you practice what you preach, right? And and you are out there every single time. And you know to. To not batch the the question, but it's like when you compare entrepreneurship with corporate lessons, yeah, I, I feel like there are corporate lessons there, but there's a reason why we are entrepreneurs and why we're crafting our own road at the same time. And I and I feel personally, you know, I, I also come from corporate that my the lessons that I've taken on my entrepreneurship journey in the last five years are way more valuable, right? Like the growth is incredible, like especially when we put out publishing and there could be some frameworks that we might learn at, at our job or the corporate environment that can help us. Those are small pieces because we, we never really truly see the whole picture, but where we are, you know, in our own venture with our own teams developing that culture, right? We Basically, at the very beginning, we touch every aspect of it, and then we start placing the people that that you know can elevate that to a whole new level, and and things are great. So, I just want to make that remark, and and with that, I want to preface a question on on your framework. Like, how was the journey of like discovering your own thing? Do you remember a moment where you were like, "This is it. This is what I'm gonna be doing for the next year," right? Like, where it's like you you found it, or has it been progressively, right? Yeah, it's definitely taken time. I've pivoted, 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 and changed. And I think you can't just 
like stay on one road, especially when you're starting. You almost have to you start a little broader and you kind of figure it out as you go. When I started, I was trying to be a marketing consultant for entrepreneurs. It was, you know, let me help you figure out your website and your Facebook ads and your email marketing and that kind of thing. But as I started to figure out who yeah. I was and who I really wanted to help, uh, what's great about being an entrepreneur is you get to continue to work with the people you want to work with more and stop working with the people yeah. you don't want. Yeah. So it started to shift and more and more people were like, how did you create that podcast? How did you get started? Yeah. You know, I like how you did it. And so I started to help them with podcasting. And what I saw is for me, it was fine. I love help people, helping people find their voice. But really, my branding and marketing experience is like, it's what I'm, I nerd out about. It's what I'm passionate about. I like helping people with this marketing stuff. So yeah. I was like, how do I take these people that like my, want my help, the podcasters, the content creators, and take it to the next level? And you, you mentioned something that stuck out to me, which is this idea of, uh, you know, like not, you know, like uh, it's the idea of learning from things that you've done in the past, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. uh, taking corporate knowledge, yeah, and applying it to entrepreneurship is difficult. But I think what most of us actually try to do is we try to forget everything we've learned <laughs> and we try to start over. We make it really hard on ourselves. I don't know why we do that. Mm. And for me, I think podcasters are very guilty of that. Mm -hmm. We like discover podcasting and we say, you know what, this is the, I can only do it the way podcasters do it. I don't want to learn from anything else. And I think that that's a barrier. So what I help people when I'm like, let's talk about podcast branding, I start say saying, what do what are we, what can we learn from everywhere else? What can we learn from popular brands? What can we learn from personalities? And what can we learn from other channels, from YouTube, from blogging, from social media? Yeah. And those lessons are huge for the podcaster who, if you, if you hit a ceiling in your audience, it's because you're not taking these lessons into effect. And I can give you guys an example if you want to get into it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> Nitty gritty, baby. All right. Hashtag I'm going to put you guys. Juicy. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to put you guys on the spot here for let's a second. I hope you go with me on this. Yes, right? let's go. Uh, if I had to ask you, like your most recent episode, and you know, I think it's an interview, right? If you had to give your audience, your audience says, I want to listen to like one more hour or one more show with you guys. Mm. What would the next show you'd want them to listen to to be? That's a good question. Uh, yeah. It's I, I okay to say, I don't know. No, no, no. So well, this is what I, my, what I would do. I would... If I have access to a conversation with that person, I would be like, okay, what is the biggest issue right now that is holding you back? What is the next step that you need to take? And depending on their answer, I'll be, I'll tell them, hey, this right. conversation with this person would be incredible for you and send them that episode. But podcasting is limited, right? We They are in the ether. We have no idea who they are. They're listening to it in their car. You're not there with them. Yeah. They're just, yep. they selected your show. They started to listen. They finished it. And what happens next? You know, what would you want them to go to? Yeah. Right. Well, and I think that podcasters don't think about that. If you have, then you're, you're at an advantage, right? The app is going to just send them to your recent episode or even yeah. you'll tell them subscribe and listen next week. Right. Yeah. Same yeah. thing with this. What I'd like you to do is know, you know, episode 100 is the most important episode you can listen to. Uh, whatever that is. Like if yeah. you're talking about repurposing this week, I want you to send them to your ultimate show about repurposing. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. And I, I, I love that. Also, uh, in my head, it's like, huh, that's good. Because this morning I was actually, I, I actually sent an email like this, right, with somebody that got referred for the show. And um, and I didn't have the information that Fonzie's asked for, you know. And I was like, hey, you know, here, I, I sent three links, right? Here's a, here's the general show. If, you know, if you want to scroll and find something that you like, here's our latest episode. And here's the episode with the person that referred us, right? Um, and, uh I don't know. I haven't received any feedback. This is the first time I did that, right? I'm like, oh, that's. That, let's see what happens. But going back, I'm like, okay, the latest episode, you know, they'll listen to that. And then there's no next episode, right? Which is like, ah, you know, whatever. But it was a really good one because it was uh, uh, Amanda, Amanda Holmes. Yep. Super awesome. The ultimate sales machine. But at the same time, the episode with the guest that referred him uh, is like episode 80, right? So there's a ton of stuff like right after. So uh, it's a mix of both maybe. And I and I love that, right? I, lo- I love that fact because, yeah, it's a new perspective. And th- this it's is focus. Yeah. It's focus. And it, it's hard to like if someone's on a journey with you and they're like, I want to listen to this episode all about sales. Most likely they want to hear more episodes about sales or how you turn content into sales, right? And so if you're them, if you're like trying to lead them on this journey, mention that, right? Yeah. You can say in the podcast, or at least if you forget to record it because you don't know what it was, uh, you can add it in the show notes. Like this is the most next most important episode for you to listen to. And guess what? If you have designed it the right way, there's only like three or four episodes that are like the most important ones. And you know why they're important? Because they're the most true to your identity, your branch that we talked about. Yeah. And they lead them to your other services, to how you help them. Because impact is brought by how you help your audience, right? Yeah, so absolutely. if you want to have that impact, you've got to say, great, I've led you down the road. I gave you the content you want to listen to. And now if you need help here's my most important things that I can give you to help you. And also like join my email list, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yep. whatever it might be. I love yeah. it. I mean, uh, kind of like, uh, I, I forgot the, 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 the <laughs> word that I was trying to search, but you know, in the intro we were like, Hey, if you want to know more, go to contentisprofit.com, right? Call to full, action. Full transparency. Call of course, they're going to be joining the email list, right? But there's something of value there that we want to give them, right? But don't get me wrong. I love the most, I called it the most important episode framework. <laughs> I love that, right? Uh, that call to action right there. Yeah. Keep them in, ga- in that engagement loop with you. Keep getting to know you. And in that most important episode, probably is an episode that is going to put them in the frame of mind of what are the next steps? What are the next things you need to learn? And what is the next step you need to take in order to develop a partnership together, right? To maybe start working together or jump on a phone call, all these other things. So I, right. I do and I love stole that. that. Guess, guess what? Who already does that? YouTubers already do that, right? Mm. Go go up yep. here and click on this video and check out the most related thing. Uh, bloggers already do that. There's like right in the middle of it. It's like click the link to this other yeah. story or here's mm. my series of seven things. We just like because the tools we use are a little more limited. Like number one, like a podcast. You know, if you have a podcast, it's hard to understand which episodes people are listening to. It's hard to understand uh, like what keywords people are searching for because they don't like Apple doesn't share that. But so because we don't have the tools and we're limited, we just stop doing the work and we create random content just that kind of relates to our topic. But the the same rules apply. Create cornerstone content, send people to it and then offer them value. Yeah, I I love it that you. This word came to mind. Simplify, right? And uh, and it's a thing. I, I 
on the drive to the studio today, I was going through in my mind something like that, right? On uh, somebody is inviting us to to their live show and they ask for a bio, right? And then in my head, I'm like, what is the framework for a bio, right? Like, because a lot of people that are in this medium are, are interviewing or doing that. It's like, how can I make my host job easier by providing these tools ahead of time, right? And then it's like, how do I go and, pro and provide maybe a very insightful bio if I've never done one before? Then and and then it goes to the framework that you're that you're going and, and talking here is like going to several different bios that in our eyes they look solid that it was interesting to to look at it cause curiosity yep. elevate the guest right and then it's like what are the elements that are inside of that bio and then we craft one like that and that becomes the official bio that is provided in this incredible assets website that we will create right so I'm like in my head that that's what happened but it, I I see that. That hacking, I don't want to call it hacking, but it's like that research, you know, how, what is the framework? What is the structure that all these incredible publishers have crafted for years? Because YouTubers have been publishing for years, right? Really big ones are going to be there present for years. They know something, right? Like might as well, you know, go in there. And it's like, what are those elements that we can then apply to our own platform? And I love that you think that way because that's when everything changed for us. You know, I asked you that question earlier. I'm like, that's when everything changed for us as far as the publishing. We're like... This is the collection. This is the framework. This is how we put these elements in place. Call it podcast, call it content, call it interactions, right? Mm -hmm. And then let's go execute, revise it, improve it, execute, revise it, improve it. And that's how it's grown. So I love that this is what you guys are doing on the publishing and the podcast side of things with your own clients. Man, uh, we're speaking the same language. I'm so, totally geeking out about this, man. <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah, juicy, yeah. Juicy. and this is this. I mean, it's it's something that I got into because for my own content, I was trying to figure out like, what is it that I'm missing here? Because podcasts, as you guys know, they're just not great discovery tools. Not like only like one percent of podcasts actually actually have like really large audiences yep. compared to YouTube and blogs and web you know web traffic in general. Yeah, uh, and the reason is just the way the platform was built. So for me, it, I had to marry these two things. I'm like, I have the most like the easiest, fastest way for me to create content is podcasting, period. So I'm like, how do I take, I don't want to change to be a YouTuber or a blogger because they have better tools. I have to create what is in a place that's easiest for me. So I'm happy to like help people learn how to podcast because it's the most natural way to do it. But I now have to take you across this bridge to figure out how do you turn this content engine into an actual content engine yep. and how do you do it in a way that is strategic that actually brings audience to you leveraging all these these other lessons from other media types and that's what i help people do like i'm coaching people right now on how to build their podcast brands leveraging these these tools right and it's like let's yeah for a lot of you you might have you have what 160 or more episodes already is that right 170 today congrats yeah there you go 170 <laughs> right so with yeah. 170 episodes right that's intimidating to say okay now create in a way that you're creating pillar content that it's related that it's keyword research that's intimidating so what i do is i say let's look backwards like I'll help you go through, categorize your content that you've already created, and let's make sure that that is working for you. Like all this content that you put out there, it could just be sitting there not serving you. Like it came out, it was released, you know, most of our listenership peaks at the beginning and then drops off. But it, if you reformat it and repurpose it like you guys talk about, and you do it in a strategic way where a lot of these episodes are grouped together, you're now establishing uh, authority for certain topics. But only if you're doing it the right way, if you're categorizing the work the right way, if you're leveraging keywords and the right uh, 
search engine tags and whatnot yeah. uh, on YouTube, on your website, on your blog. If you're doing all these steps, uh, and I'll go through it with you and take you guys through it together, we're like, let's create you know, momentum towards what you guys Absolutely. are actually trying to help people with. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm thinking... Let's that let that be the action point of today's episode. Gu Ooh. Guide us through that, right? So people are right now, you know, the listener right now is pen and paper in, the, in his hand, or for those that like to type, they have the computer in front of them, <laughs> right? And yep. are driving. Make sure you just go back to minute uh, thirty-one and you listen to this again. But all right, Brandon, just guide us through this process that you just talked about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I'll start with this. Like the number one most important thing you can do is have somewhere people should go. It's what we talked about before. So if you haven't created one piece of content, one podcast, that is the one place you would send people with their next hour, create it. Create it today. Don't create anything else. Stop. Create it. Say, so what is that thing? And it's usually something like this. It's usually your ultimate guide to yeah. whatever your podcast is about. To content is profit, right? Yep. Or it is... 10 steps to content is profit. Like what's the path, right? The yeah. beginner's guide, step-by-step, step, the first 10 things you need to do to start creating profit with your content. Mm -hmm. Create some kind of content like that, that you are proud of, that has the framework for how you know, like, or how you teach the thing that you teach, right? You have to have that cornerstone content for podcast as well as every other form of content. So I would start there, create that. And then you know what you could do? Every other episode that you've already released, you can go back to, if it's related to that core topic, add a little, go to your website, add a little paragraph that says, hey, if you were, if you learned a lot today and you're trying to figure out how to make profit from your content, you have to read this blog or listen to yep. this episode. Mm -hmm. And then every forward episode, say the same thing. Drive people to that one episode that matters. And then on that episode, make sure you have a way for them to take the next step which is download a freebie that you've created, the downloadable checklist yeah. or the extra masterclass or the details you couldn't provide, the resource list, so that now they're connecting with you and you can actually carry on a conversation with them. Absolutely. Love I it. love it. I love it. All right, so step one, have somewhere where people can go to, right? And that can look at that pillar episode, we're going to call it, and then, or it could be the example, ultimate guide to turning your content into profit, right? That downloadable um, asset that they could get. What would be step number two? Yeah. So step number two for me is like, I would actually go in and start to categorize what your content's about. Like you can look at your old episodes, mm. categorize it and say, like, you'll find what's funny is you'll find it's not what you thought it was. Mm -hmm. You're gonna be like, oh, I'm going to have like, I'm sure like 30% of my episodes are about content mm -hmm. and then 30% of my episodes are about profit. But it turns out like 40 of them are about entrepreneurship or yep. something like that, or, yeah. you know, something else entirely. Like, so when you start to categorize it, you realize there's themes and either it's off brand yep. and you re like, you actually need to make it more on brand and focus on the things that are actually important. Or, uh, there might be something that you realize your brand is really about and actually might redefine what your show is about in yeah. general. Mm -hmm. uh, and what you want to be known for. So like, it's good to look backwards to see what you've been doing, but then also design. I like to design forward after that yeah. um, and say, what do I want this to be about? So you could tell when you look at my show, I did 90 something episodes, I think 94 episodes that were random, mm -hmm. that were just marketing and entrepreneurship and everything. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to turn this into seasons just yeah. to help me frame it. And it changed my mindset. So now season two, I was like, season two is all about uh, content marketing. Yeah. Yep. Right. 
And then season three is all about personal branding. And I designed it. I said, I'm going to write 13 solo shows and say, what are all the ingredients to personal branding? Yeah. And I'm going to create an episode about each one of these ingredients. And then I'll try to bring in guests that relate and they don't always. So, you know, we'll tag them differently or whatever yeah. it is. But it helped me focus knowing like this is what I want people to take away. Almost like writing a book is how I create my seasons. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love the the season aspect of it. I think it's a it's a great, great framework. Um, just to recap here for the person that is listening and taking notes. Step number one, have somewhere where people can go to. Right. We're ready to talk about that. Step number two, categorize. And it will help you prioritize and discover, right, what is your north or what has been your north, because maybe you had a perception of where you were going, and maybe you're going in a totally different way. And then step number three, you said design forward, right? And I love this, right? I'm going to kind of like do a little callback here to what you talk about branding, you know, the cows and the, the, the Coca-Cola um, with the bottles, right? It, at the end of the day, it's about alignment. Right. You mentioned if you are true to your identity, you become recognizable. And I agree what happens sometimes in podcasting, because we're all very curious in the podcasting world. and We all want to know about everything. We start talking about a lot of topics and and then we lose. I, I don't know if we lose, but the identity become a little bit cloudy for people to see. Right. Mm -hmm. So thank you. I, I love that three step framework right there. We're definitely going to put it in the in the notes for people to check it out. Remember, minute 31 if you want to go back and listen to this again. Oh, so good. Dude, Brandon, masterclass. Yep. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for sharing this. And, uh, you know, I'm sure people, if they're interested, we're going to actually leave all the links right below. And we're going to ask you in a second, where should we send them? Because uh, they need to go through that journey with you as well in your own content. And uh, it's so, so good, so good. Um, <laughs> so do you have any other questions, Fonzie? Yeah. As smart, as smart ones? There's be, so many. Be, before that last one question is... I know you're working in a in a master plan. You have a master plan that you're working on a little, I mean, not a little, but a, 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 course, <laughs> a, a course that you want to take people through and, and teach them all these, you know, branding elements for their podcast and, you know, help them be successful. Can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, I, you know, right now I was trying to frame like, what are the steps if you've already started a podcast mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, I put all this work into it. Now I started it. And what do I do next? Like, yeah, like I've got my, I got my friend group to listen to it, but how do I get other people to listen to it? Uh, I started to build out like, what's that course? I'm calling it podcast branded. Uh, and it is, you know, my approach to taking those next steps to actually creating a show that helps with your identity, that helps you get found, uh, that helps use those tools that are already out there that we talked about the, yeah. you know, the Google search and the YouTubes yeah. and the blogs to help your content get found. And there's also some, you know, lessons about repurposing in there uh, as well, which I know you guys are experts at. Um, but I think all of that is important. So, you know, I am, that's the setup right now for what we're, what I'm launching in the summer. Uh, but for right now, I would, if you're just getting started, I would just go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash resources. And you're going to find all of, Every freebie I have is there, and that's where I post all the newest information. That's the easiest place to go, uh, and then you'll see what you know. If you pick any of those items that are useful to you, and you download them, uh, you'll now be on you know my insiders group, which is the first people who I'll tell like join the waitlist for this for this course that's coming up in the summer. So yes, yeah. love it. Is it brandsonbrands.com/resources? Right. That's right. 
Awesome. So yeah, good. Yeah, go check in, it out right case, now. In case you missed it, brandsonbrands.com <laughs> slash resources. You got it, Fonzie? Yeah, right, I, know, I know the accent sometimes gets in the way. It, it, I know. It's, it's going to be it's gonna be right in the description too. So you all you got to do is scroll down and click right there and enjoy the join the insider's circle. I love it. Dude, Brandon, it has been an absolute pleasure. We have our favorite question still to come, which is, are you ready? Yeah. I, I hope you are. Um, <laughs> all right, here we go. Where will you be if you do not publish? Where would I be if I did not publish? Uh, I'd probably be looking for a job. I'd probably be going back into corporate, you know, with my tail between my legs, trying to figure out like, how do I continue to build this resume? And honestly, what that would mean is I would probably be on the road towards being, having a job, not having a job, having a job, not having a job. Because in most jobs in corporate, when you get to the top, there's fewer and fewer jobs and you're you're stuck like freelancing when you really just want to have a job. So I'd probably go back to what was safe. So thank God I found a way to find my voice through the power of podcasting. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking that risk, you know, for, for others as well, because you're sharing your experience and inspiring others and motivating them to take action. So yes, thank you so much, man. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon, any, any last thoughts that you want to share with, with us and, and the people on the show? Yeah, you know, I'd leave you with this. I think at the end of the day, like what I love about what you guys are bringing to the table, like I think marketing has a lot of uh, legs to it, right? Yeah. Uh, we talked a lot about the identity and the message part of it today, but then one of the biggest pieces of it is the attention piece, right? How do you bring attention to your content? We talked about some of those strategies, but for me, I'm like, I want you to think like, think like a media company that understands that distribution is the most important part of attention, right? Mm. If we go back to Coca-Cola, which isn't the only brand I worked on, but I mm. think they have such a great example of this. The reason that they are so popular, besides that they're identifiable, is that they are literally everywhere. They're not just in your grocery store. You can find them at the convenience store, the gas station, yeah. the theme parks, uh, the movie theaters. And you can find them in every country around the world, every city. You can't walk 10 blocks without finding a Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah. And that's by design. It's not just because it was amazing people wanted to buy it. They literally built the infrastructure. They built bottling companies in every city. They dug wells if there wasn't water in a country so that they could uh, you know, have water for the, the, the soda. And then they, they built delivery programs, you know, mm. bicycles in some cases. Like They built distribution. And if you're a content creator, you've got to think like a distributor. How do Ooh. I get my content off of the podcast everywhere else where content can be consumed? How do I put it into emails? How do I put it onto Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and LinkedIn? How do I put it into articles and blogs? How do I make it text? How do I make it visual images? How do I make it quotes? How do I make it video? And all of that is you creating a distribution system. And guess what? Yeah, it's hard. It's a lot of work, but not if you follow the right systems and you set it up internally so that you have the right tools, the right processes in place, and the right people helping you to turn your little one-time hour recording into massive distribution. Mm, I love this, man. You just spoke her language. Whew. I don't know if you saw us, but we were taking notes in here. Go, I, gong, gong moment. Yeah, gong uh, multiple moment. Multiple times. This is sort of the horns, too. Like, the crowd is going insane. Double gong moment. Like, Yeah, Brandon, yes. this, this was amazing, I think. You know, when we talk about content is profit, especially that part of the distribution that people usually don't get and setting the right systems in place for them to do that, right? And a lot of people just think it's about getting in front of the camera and talking, but it's like, that is kind of like the top of the funnel, right? That is the part that everybody sees that happen, that when you are going, you know, 
funnel hacking and I'm doing air quotes in here, people usually see the front facing side of the processes, but they don't see all the stuff that is on the back. And that is the distribution where you need to invest time, effort, resources into building those. So then you can, you know, be successful in the, it for, for the long term, right? Because we're playing the long term game over here. So Thank you so much for bringing that to the table. Yeah. I think we, we can definitely do an episode on, on just that. <laughs> just one the of these I love it. Side. Well, and honestly, and you guys have your process. Like I also like talk to people about repurposing. Yep. If they want to see how I do it, like the step-by-step of how I do it on that resources page, or you can just go to brandsonbrands.com slash toolkit yeah. for just this. Uh, I have my guide to repurposing and it's three content creation tips, 11 content creator tools, 30 repurposed post examples, mm. 28 content calendar prompts, and 30 bonus post ideas, all in this one resource. Beautiful. Just one of the things on that page for you guys. It's, you know, my, there's, we each have our way to do it. Yes. Uh, yep. And I, if I can share that with you, if that helps, like you get a sense of like how passionate I am about helping podcasters it. build their brands and create more content. Yes. Yeah. Dude, that's amazing. Guys, go check them out. Brandsonbrands.com slash resources or slash toolkit. Is that correct? That's right. Oh, you got right. Fonzie. Good job, man. Good job. Look at that. I, I love what you mentioned at the end that everybody has their own, you know, way to do yep. it, their own framework, right? Like we were in that trap of, man, I, I want to be like Gary Vee, but we don't have the resources that Gary Vee has. I mean, he yep. has three TikTok specific editors. Like that's insane to me, right? Like, and again, we, we wish everybody to get to that level, right? But for that, you have to build, like you said, internal processes yep. and, and your and, own stuff. And you need to learn how to build those internal systems and processes instead of just relying on, oh, let me get this hack real quick, <laughs> that eventually you will either outgrow or that hack won't serve you because you don't have the capacity to execute it. So thank you for providing those tools to for yeah. people to you know follow and continue and, and start building their own things, right? Because we got to start somewhere. So I appreciate you, Brandon. I appreciate you sharing your framework, sharing your lessons. What a, what a fun episode. I know. This thank was you, amazing. Man. Thank you so much, Brandon. Uh, whenever you move to the east side of the States, please let us know so we can go karaoke again and, uh, and, and, I mean, and hang out. We can go mountain biking where, where oh, he's at too. So exactly. we're going to have to hit you up, man. Yes. All right, guys. With that said, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Follow the show in your favorite platform and follow us on social media at BizBrosCo. That is right. And if you found today's episode impactful, if Brandon helped you move one step closer to your goal, please don't forget to share it and and leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye, guys.